Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dashboard, your guide to understanding the world of key performance indicators. I'm your host, Steve Taylor, and each episode will be demystifying a new KPI, diving deep into its significance, debunking myths, and offering actionable steps for improvement. Whether you're leading a small or large MSP, or maybe just a brilliant technician looking to level up your business management skills, this is the place for you. So sit back, tune in, and get ready to go beyond the surface, beyond the complexity, and truly understand what lies beyond the dashboard. My guest today is Wim Kirkhoff, founder and CEO of Top Left, a Kanban solution for Autotask and ConnectWise PSA tickets and projects. Wim also operates Kirkhoff Technologies, an MSP in British Columbia, as well as Crafty Penguins, an MSP that specializes in Linux server and network consulting. Without further ado, take it away, Wim. Lead time is the duration it takes from the moment a client raises a request to its resolution or completion. So in an, in an MSV could be when they submit a ticket request, a help desk or change request, or when they approve that project, the time it's done, done. Example in manufacturing is you could say if you're a custom furniture company, from the time a customer says, hey, I want this, this sofa to the time it's delivered. And it can get really long if you look at going manufacturing planes, that could be many months or years to get that through the entire process. I don't even think about things like manufacturing planes or aircraft carriers. Like I, I can't even fathom the process for that because it's just too big for me. So this one seems relatively simple enough, but I'll ask, how do you calculate the lead time metric? To run the clock. So just when did we start it, the date and time, and when was it finished, date and time? Easy enough. Oh. Now, is this something that we should be looking at every day? No, I don't think this would be daily. This would probably be a monthly or annual kind of thing, depending on whether it's a project or help desk or change. Look, looking at trends, yeah, it wouldn't be every day. Who's responsible for monitoring and actioning this KPI? your operations manager or your service manager. Can you share an example of how this lead time KPI has helped your organization make uh, a strategic change or decision? Well, we're, I guess one example is our, just our sales process actually is, historically it was me doing the sales and it could take me meet with a client and it could take a while to get the quote put together and get it out. And we'd hand it off and it took a while, but we put a lot of work into standardizing our pricing and our packaging, standardizing discovery projects and just cal calculators and then pricing tools and stuff. So now we can turn that around in a, in a day, 24 hours, we can get a proposal out to a client. That's huge on win rates and response times and everything there. That's made that so much more efficient. We saved the time there and just a much better client experience. And same with the projects and the onboarding as standardizing that, having multiple people able to deal with that, has really brought down those lead times. So automation, SOPs, cross-training the team, that's all helped in the sales process, onboarding, and other areas. What kind of actions should MSPs be taking based on the metric? Yep, starts with obviously monitoring and measuring it because you can't improve what you don't monitor and measure. But I would break down the steps in that process. So whether it's a sales process or maybe the marketing campaigns are taking a while to get approved and launched, or it could be migrations or just a lot of places, but break down the steps so we can see what, what is waste in this value stream. So ultimately this is we're providing value to, to the customer. What do they not see as waste or what do they not see as value? Cut that out and then where's the bottlenecks? 
So how can we improve that flow? The very, or there might be variability that sometimes it takes longer than other times. Or why is that? Can we make it predictable? Can we be working with suppliers, better training, better tools, better SOPs or templates perhaps? People aren't having to think every time and do it from scratch. Reduce the brain requirement and make it easier to jump into for anybody to jump into and keep it going. Like some of these things we don't do often, like onboarding clients. Like if you only do three a year, not going to be very efficient. It's going to take a while. So we need processes, tools so that we can jump into it with a quick lead time, short lead time, I should say. What are some of the misconceptions or mistakes that MSPs will make when getting started with lead time? I think they might confuse it with the time spent on it. They're like, okay, this ticket, we put an hour on it. So the lead time was an hour. Or as I say, they're giving an estimate to a client and they're like, client asks, how long is it going to take to get this done? And MSP will say, well, it's a 20 hour project. So the client is assuming it's going to be done pretty quick. But the real question is the client wants to know is maybe not so much how much time is going into it. They want to know cost, but like, when is it actually going to be done? Which could be like months later because the, the MSP has got way too much whip, too much work in progress. They're multitasking to jump between 10, 20 different projects. So even though it's 20 hours, it's going to be spread over like three months. So that's a big difference is if you're not efficient, it's going to take a, your lead time will be very long compared to the amount of time you've estimated on it. What I've seen by experience is our estimation on those lead times is not based on reality. It's like, I hope if we have this very optimistic way of thinking that, yeah, it's a 20 hour project, should be no problem to do that in a month, but it's not based on data. And that they look at the data, it'll show that the last 20 projects we did are taking much longer. So need to have a data-based approach and which unfortunately a lot of the PSAs don't give need external tools to look at that. How have we done over the year on our efficiency, on our lead time? So things like Bright Gauge may have that. I know we have a, we can that with top left with our Naven integration is looking at lead times and meets efficiencies of wonderful graphs and dashboards there. That's, yeah, there's other mistakes they can meet, uh, take, like assuming they're all the same lead time, but it's different types of work. So we got to look at that. And then there's differences actually on lead time goes from your order to delivery or the requested delivery. Cycle time is another metric, which refers to the time from when you actually start. The client says, yep, we want to move to do the 365 migration. That's when we start our lead time. The cycle time starts when we actually start the project. So if we put it on a backlog, your lead time clock is counting, but not your cycle time. Once we actually start it, then your cycle time starts. So people may talk past each other with these definitions. It's important to agree on the definition. When is it actually starting, finishing on the clock? I, I got to say, you are a wealth of knowledge, Wim. Is all of this that you've learned, is this all from the Phoenix Project? Or are there other books that have helped you understand some of these manufacturing KPIs better? That's one of them. I can send you this list of books for further reading. So obviously Phoenix Project 1, there's another one called The Lean CEO. I see that up on your wall. It's on the top, yeah. Traction is another great one. Well, Traction is not lean specific, but it does get into scorecards. So you can put somebody's on your weekly scorecard. Here's like the Gold Rat books I got on my shelf here. So Lean CEO, it looks at not just manufacturing, but healthcare and government. So some really good case studies and that I think any CEO should read that one. There's a couple of books I really love from Art Byrne. That's called The Lean Turnaround. He does a case study in a manufacturing environment where he's doing this lean turnaround. He does Kaizen, which is a Japanese word for continuous improvement, gets Kanbans going on the shop floor. And just a real deep dive, and it's very applied into people in the dynamics. Like how do you get people from the old way of thinking to this continuous improvement? mindset. 
It can take a while for people to come around on that. Some people don't, and they, they quit and leave. But yeah, he goes, he's done this many times, Art Burns. He's got an action book on that. There's Making Work Visible by Dominica de Grande. So it's a book on how to remove the bottlenecks, visualize them, bring transparency to your workflow. Because you got all these time thieves, and people don't realize it. It's like a leech on our blood, but we don't see it. We don't feel it. There's no pain. Until we make it visible, don't, don't feel it. The Phoenix Project, I love. It is like a 400-page book. So there's a, a simpler one called Bottleneck Rules by Clark Chink. It's also a story format, and it's more like 200 pages, 150. So it's also a story with characters. I love that one as well, Bottleneck Rules. Lean IT by Bell and Orzen helps. Yeah, how do you apply these lean principles to the IT world? I've got that one on my shelf as well, which is just reorganized. It just moved in, so I can't find it. Lean IT one is a bit more towards textbook. It's got a lot in there. So I, I wouldn't suggest reading it cover to cover, but that yeah, cherry picked the chapters in there. So he's getting into metric system theory, more academic technical on it, but I yeah, highly recommend that one as well. It's a less well-known, but a, for sure a classic. I really appreciate all of the insight that you've been able to provide us with. Thank you. My pleasure. We've all been there. The phone rings, your largest client is on the line, totally panicked. Their CEO spilled coffee all over her laptop and it's completely dead. Everything she needed for her investor presentation tomorrow was on that laptop. There's nothing more heart-stopping than losing business-critical data. Whether you get hit with ransomware, hardware failure, or human error, data loss can be a business-ending event. Backups are your final stand when a threat penetrates your layers of defense. That's where Comet Backup comes in. Comet is a secure, reliable backup solution designed specifically for MSPs. Protect computers, servers, virtual environments, emails, and databases. You choose where the data is stored. Backup to local on-prem storage or any of the leading cloud providers to slash your storage costs. Comet grows with your business with scalable per-device pricing. Test drive Comet Backup with a 30-day free trial. Get $50 free credit when you sign up with the promo code ROCKETMSP. Start running backups in 15 minutes or less at CometBackup.com. Comet Backup, the backup solution that MSPs trust.